Are you ready to take your business to the next level? Every day, there are countless books and articles that are published offering the key on how to make your business a success. It's easy to feel overwhelmed trying to keep up and run your business. That's why Deb Creer created the Business Power Hour. Keep up on the latest trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. Let the Business Power Hour do the heavy work for you. Good morning, good morning. I am Deb Creer, and I am passionate about giving professionals the tools that they need to make themselves and their businesses as successful as possible. And I got to tell you, I am so excited for today's program because I'm talking with a friend of mine. You know, it's, it's always fun when I get to interview new guests, but it's even more special when I get to talk with friends and people that I know, and especially people like this delightful woman who is doing so much for women in our business community. And so please join me in welcoming Linda Fisk to our program. Welcome, my darling. Thank you so much, Deb. I will tell you, it is just an absolute pleasure to be on your podcast with you. I've been a big fan of your podcast for quite a while now. And I tell you, every conversation I find both entertaining and informative. So let's hope that I can live up to oh, those standards. You today. will, you will. And you know, people always ask me, what do you get out of it? And I tell them, I get to talk to the coolest people in the world. Um, you know, and, and I have so much fun doing it. That's why we're getting close to, you know, 700 episodes. Holy schmoly. And that means I talk a lot, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, let me tell people a little bit about you, and then we will dive into this because we already know that we're going to have a lot to talk about. So Linda Fisk is a multi-award winning leader, keynote speaker, author, and university professor dedicated to amplifying and extending the success of other high caliber business leaders. She is the CEO and founder of Lead Hership Global, and that has a capital her in it, a community of unstoppable women enhancing their leadership blueprint and embracing their power to be the best version of themselves in work and in life. In Leadership Global, Linda supports and guides ambitious, creative women to move in the direction of their purpose, their mission, and their dreams with powerful connections, critical support, practical tools, and valuable resources to show up, speak up, and step up in their careers and personal lives. Holy schmoly, you can see why I like Linda. <laughs> Thank you, Deb. Yeah, Hello. I tell you, I have a dream job working with some of the most inspirational, mm -hmm. incredibly high-performing women on the planet, and every day I'm inspired by them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, and and I mean, it truly is a great organization to be part of, and we're gonna going to to learn a lot more about it. But between now and then, you know, one of the things I always like to ask my guests is, you know, how did you get to where you are today, and how did you decide that this really is your passion in life? Yeah, that's a great question. You know, um, I know the transformative power of bringing leaders together. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the kind of multiplier effect that you can experience when you're in the company of other mm -hmm. high-performing, mm -hmm. growth-oriented leaders, and you're focused on lifting other, each mm -hmm. other up, encouraging each other, supporting each other. The impact of that mm -hmm. kind of private, supportive, mm -hmm. confidential community mm -hmm. simply can't be understated. Right. It's just remarkable to see the kind of transformation that can mm -hmm. happen. And I will tell you that executive C-suite women are constantly bombarded with advice around mm -hmm. the importance of growing their network, right. building their personal mm -hmm. board of directors, using every opportunity to mm -hmm. network. It's not who you know, but what you know. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, you hear those things all the time. And I'd say that's all very inspiring, but it's not necessarily intuitive. Right. And in fact, it can be quite intimidating, mm -hmm. especially if you're more of a reserved personality, right. like in fact I am. Mm -hmm. And with the global pandemic that we find mm -hmm. ourselves in, traditional networking opportunities aren't right. really as accessible. Oh my as gosh, those. who goes out anymore? Right. And that can make it difficult for women to form really genuine and strategic relationships. Mm -hmm. So it's more important than ever to be intentional mm -hmm. around investing in and seeking out the mm -hmm. right relationships that we all need to thrive mm -hmm. both personally and professionally. Mm -hmm. 
Right. And so my focus has been to create that kind of transformation, mm-hmm. that kind of multiplier effect for women, mm-hmm. for women that are interested in accelerating their definition mm-hmm. of success, whatever that is. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and it's it's so interesting that you started Leadership Global during the pandemic. You know, many other people were like, oh my gosh, we need to, we need to wait till it gets back to normal, right? I mean, how many times do we hear that? And, you know, I, I mean, I had to laugh initially when they said it's just going to be two weeks. I'm like, no, no. I mean, but we were thinking several months and then, you know, and, and I mean, a year from now, I'm thinking we might be not back to normal, but we'll have settled into to whatever the new normal is. But what was it like starting an organization in the middle of a pandemic? Well, interestingly, we actually began Leadership Global Mm -hmm. in a very informal way Mm -hmm. prior to that. Mm -hmm. Um, And it came from my prior experiences being a part of leadership organizations like YPO Mm -hmm. and Collective 54, Mm -hmm. where I held leadership positions Mm -hmm. as the CMO and then the CEO Mm -hmm. of those organizations. And I recognize how incredibly important it is Mm -hmm. to connect with other like-minded leaders Mm -hmm. to Mm -hmm. have the kind of transformation and kind of the acceleration of success that we need. Mm -hmm. But what I found is that oftentimes women didn't feel particularly embraced or Mm -hmm. valued or honored Mm -hmm. in leadership organizations that were um, available to both men and Mm -hmm. women. Women often felt intimidated Mm -hmm. or somehow marginalized. Mm -hmm. So what I wanted to do is create those kinds of connections Mm -hmm. between extraordinary leaders all over the world. Mm -hmm. And that happened, started to happen about two years ago Mm -hmm. in an informal basis. And then over time, we just continued to Mm -hmm. grow the network and Mm -hmm. grow the organization until we were about 10,000 strong. Mm -hmm. And I heard from so many of the people that were part of this network to say, you know, let's make this official. Right. Let's make this a mm-hmm. membership-based organization mm-hmm. uniquely designed to help women mm-hmm. achieve whatever purpose in life mm-hmm. that they've envisioned for themselves. Let's put together real programming, mm-hmm. real connection, and real value mm-hmm. for the members of Leadership Global. So that's when it launched. Mm-hmm. And you're right. It launched officially during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. But I will tell you, it has been an extraordinary mm-hmm. experience because you know, learning is really a lifelong process and process of keeping abreast of change. Mm -hmm. And goodness knows we've gone through a lot of change in the past year. And so being in a community Mm -hmm. of other leaders allows Mm -hmm. you to have an outlet to continuously Mm -hmm. learn and improve Mm -hmm. in a confidential setting. And Mm -hmm. you get to, you get exposure Mm -hmm. to new ways of approaching problems and issues and new ways of leveraging opportunities Mm -hmm. And importantly, this kind of safe, supportive mm-hmm. environment, I think, allows members to d- not only develop mm-hmm. friendships, but develop networks with right. other sweet women mm-hmm. that can enrich your life, both professionally and personally. Right. And I think we have all really craved that kind of mm-hmm. intimacy and mm-hmm. authenticity and connection, especially during mm-hmm. the pandemic. Right. Yeah. You know, and, and I'll be honest, full disclosure, I am a member, um, you know, and, and so, but you know, part of the reason I joined, I mean, many of the reasons were exactly what you were saying. You know, I'm not out there networking. I have not attended an in-person networking event since February of 2020. I mean, you know, so whenever people are listening, it's been a long time since I have, have attended something. And I don't see myself going back into attending a lot of them, especially not local. It's nothing against those organizations. They're great organizations. And I truly miss seeing the people that are part of it. I miss the programming, you know, because they had fabulous speakers, you know, all sorts of great things. And I will continue to support them because they are great organizations. And I, I firmly believe that we need to support our local business associations, things like that. But I don't miss having to get dressed up, having to pay to attend, right? Because even if you're a member, typically you still have to pay at least the lunch fee. Um, I, I, you know, my, my big thing now is to tell people, I don't want to put on shoes, um, you know, and, but, and drive, you know, I'm, I'm here in Atlanta. Now, one of the groups that I belong to meets 10 minutes away. I mean, holy schmoly, that's, that's unheard of. Right. But some of them are 45 minutes to an hour at least each way. So as fabulous as they are, 
it takes half a day when you go to to a meeting. And so I had decided at the the first of the year, okay, this this is going to be my new normal. And so how am I going to do this? You know, and and so you know, I came to the conclusion I absolutely had to just ramp up, really ramp up my online networking, um, you know, and, and found your organization and, and we, we had a chat and, you know, and, and it really was, you know, I, I and I've, I've told you this, I've, I hesitated because it was women only, but you know, the more I got into it, the more I thought about it, it was like, this, this makes sense. Um, you know, especially because the, the members are the women leaders, the executives, um, you know, and it's not a men bashing organization. Oh, um, no. You know, we love the men that are in yes. our lives. Um, and but men and women network differently. So talk That's to us right. a little bit about that. You're right. Um, And so two things I would say, I think it's important to choose a leadership community that supports your mm-hmm. unique purpose. Mm-hmm. And can really help you focus on improving mm-hmm. your leadership, right. expanding your growth, mm-hmm. and perhaps even the profitability of your business. Right. Because you benefit mm-hmm. from the hard-won lessons mm-hmm. and the experiences of other leaders. Mm-hmm. So it's important to find an organization where members have access to best practices right. on key issues, mm-hmm. where they can receive honest advice and mm-hmm. feedback mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. peers who have no conflict of interest. And where they can collaborate with other leaders to work on the business, mm-hmm. not just in the business. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it reminds me of a quote of Aristotle who said, excellence is not an act, but a habit. Right. And so it really is about mm-hmm. ensuring that you are surrounding yourself with people who will inspire you, mm-hmm. lift you up, encourage you, but also hold you accountable. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think that that is absolutely essential, Mm -hmm. no matter what kind of organization Mm -hmm. that you're a part of. Mm -hmm. But you're right that men and women do network really differently. And Mm -hmm. there's a lot of research right now that suggests that the ways that men and women interact Mm -hmm. and the ways that men and women create um, a network of support Mm -hmm. is really, really different. Right. So for instance, men have typically developed really large Mm -hmm. organizations, connections, Mm -hmm. networks of supporters and contacts and colleagues, and they go wide and deep. Mm -hmm. And that is one of the reasons that I feel like men often um, have sort of a built-in safety net, if you Mm -hmm. will. So if something were to go awry in Mm -hmm. their business or their position or their leadership, they have a built-in network mm-hmm. of hundreds of contacts that they mm-hmm. can call at any moment mm-hmm. in time to be able to pivot and find new opportunities. Mm-hmm. That kind of built-in safety net has been part of that culture of mm-hmm. men's leadership for decades. Right. Women are just now catching on that mm-hmm. by connecting with other leaders, not only do you have a built-in safety net, mm-hmm. but you also have an ability to accelerate your mm-hmm. level of success because mm-hmm. you're in communication and connection with right. other women. Mm-hmm. But importantly, not only are women beginning to build the kind of broad and deep networks that mm-hmm. men have of colleagues and, and sort of trusted relationships, but importantly, research now tells us that it's really a small group of probably no more than 100 mm-hmm. very deep rich, Mm -hmm. trusted relationships Mm -hmm. that women seek out that really create the advantages for them. And Mm -hmm. so it's not just thousands Mm -hmm. of people that you have in your your network. Mm -hmm. It's the hundred people Mm -hmm. that can lift you up, encourage Mm -hmm. you, hold you accountable, connect you to opportunities, give you unvarnished truth Mm -hmm. about um, the decisions that Mm -hmm. you're making. And I feel like it's that 100 Mm -hmm. that women need deep, rich, trust-based relationships Mm -hmm. that really makes the difference. Mm -hmm. And again, research tells us Mm -hmm. that, in fact, those women that have a group of 100 Mm -hmm. close Mm -hmm. contacts, people that they can pick up the phone and call at any time Mm -hmm. for advice, for guidance, Mm -hmm. for mentorship, Mm -hmm. for resources, for connection, for Mm -hmm. introductions, those are the relationships mm-hmm. that are really transformational for right. women. 
And it's not the kind of relationship that men typically seek Mm -hmm. out. Right. Yeah. You know, purely anecdotal from my perspective, what I see is that men, you're right, they have these huge networks, but in, in a lot of cases, it's what can you do for me now? Um, you know, and, and, and I mean, if, if they can't do it, that's fine. But, you know, they're, they're, then they're kind of out of mind and, you know, they're still in their network. So they might go back to them, but it's a lot of superficial type of, of things because there are so many. I mean, there's just so many people that our little brains can keep track of. And so that's men right. build those big, big networks. But if you haven't done anything for them recently, you're not you're definitely not top of mind for them. And of course, women build the relationships. You know, we might not have done business with somebody for years, but we remember, oh my gosh, this is what Linda does. And I'm going to refer this person to her, you know, and, and, and we enjoy making those connections. Now men, you know, they, they do that too, but for women, it's, it's, it kind of ingrained. That's right. That, you know, we're looking, (coughs) excuse me, for ways that we're going to help other women out and how we can really build relationships with them. And that's the key is the building Mm -hmm. of relationships. Now, we all know that social networks are critical to professional Mm -hmm. advancement. Mm -hmm. We know that. Right. Um, But as I noted, research, in fact, research from the Kellogg School of Management Mm -hmm. at Northwestern University now tells us that men and women need very different kinds of networks to mm-hmm. succeed. Right. And because women in executive leadership, they often face sort of cultural and political mm-hmm. hurdles mm-hmm. that typically men do not. Right. They benefit from this mm-hmm. inner circle mm-hmm. of close female mm-hmm. contacts where they can share private, mm-hmm. confidential information mm-hmm. in a trust-based relationship. Right. Right. You know, women face greater challenges in networking to find professional Mm -hmm. opportunities and career Mm -hmm. advancement. And they, much more than men, need to maintain Mm -hmm. both a wide network, Mm -hmm. but importantly, an informative Mm -hmm. inner circle Mm -hmm. in order to land the, you know, the very best positions Mm -hmm. and secure the most advantageous opportunities. Mm -hmm. And the good news is that by taking that kind of smart approach, women can continue to find meaningful advancement Mm -hmm. opportunities while helping their peers do the same. Exactly Mm -hmm. what you said, Deb. Mm -hmm. It's about giving Mm -hmm. and receiving. So identifying and connecting with people who are connected to multiple networks Mm -hmm. is a key strategy. Mm -hmm. And certainly building a large Mm -hmm. network is advantageous. Mm -hmm. But having a close Mm -hmm. inner circle of women that support you, that champion you, Mm -hmm. that advise you, that encourage you, Mm -hmm. that's the real key. Right, right. And you call that a power tribe. That's right. You know, and, and I love that because we we all know, I mean, you know, cavemen, you know, and, and, you know, they had their tribes and, and you gathered the people together who would help you survive, um, right. literally, um, you know, and, and, and so we, you know, that has just continued, obviously, through, through here. So how do we go about creating those power tribes? Yeah. Well, first off, I think that for a lot of women, they shy away from this, this term networking. Mm-hmm. So right. let's start with why mm-hmm. joining and remaining active in a leadership community or creating your own power tribe should be at the top of your mm-hmm. to-do list. Right, Every right. woman should make this top mm-hmm. of their to-do list. And the first benefit of doing that is being able to stay on top of your game, mm-hmm. right? You have right. access to a group of unbiased, objective, mm-hmm. and successful leaders mm-hmm. And they are working with you to solve Mm -hmm. any challenge, Mm -hmm. um, any obstacle that you face. I tell you, that is priceless. Mm -hmm. Sure, you could could scour the internet for a few Mm -hmm. weeks, flipping through manuals, Mm -hmm. uh, binging on podcasts. You could figure out Mm -hmm. just about anything if you Mm -hmm. spend enough time. Mm -hmm. But you don't have to go through all that time and trouble with an intelligent and passionate power Mm -hmm. tribe at your fingertips. Mm -hmm. This is a community that cares about you and their goal is to ensure your success. Mm -hmm. So that's number one. Mm -hmm. Second reason this should be top of your Mm to-do list is professional and personal growth. Mm -hmm. You know, it's my belief, Deb, that no one grows as a leader without the support of others. No one. Mm -hmm. And finding a leadership community where you can meet other inspirational leaders, you Mm -hmm. can create lifelong friendships Mm -hmm. and you can be surrounded by people who are genuinely mm-hmm. invested in your mm-hmm. success is absolutely right. priceless. Right. I mean, you might discover a new mentor, mm-hmm. a new partner, or a new mm-hmm. employee that can take you to the next level. Mm-hmm. 
and to continue to advance in your success, it's, I think it's absolutely critical to find Mm -hmm. a supportive, trusting community Mm -hmm. where you can receive the support from other influential and Mm -hmm. highly connected business leaders. Right. And the last thing is something that you said that I really want to sort of dive into a little bit. And that's all about returning the favor. Mm -hmm. You know, creating your own power tribe through a leadership community affords you the chance to give back. Mm -hmm. And as Zig Ziglar once said, one of my all-time favorite humans on planet Earth, um, he said, you can get everything you want in life if you just help enough other people Mm -hmm. get what they want. Right. And that is absolutely Mm -hmm. the key. Mm -hmm. Plus, I will tell you, that's the only thing that feels better than accomplishing your own goals Mm -hmm. is helping others reach their goals. I know. Even if you didn't have anything to do with it, you still celebrate their successes. Yes. And so true success isn't really for me based on whether or not you're winning or losing in the Mm -hmm. moment, but rather it's about consistently doing the work that ignites your soul mm-hmm. and inevitably helping other people along their journey mm-hmm. and helping them achieve their greatest heights mm-hmm. will ignite mm-hmm. your soul. And right. so dedicating time every single week to find mm-hmm. the very best tribe mm-hmm. for you and giving back mm-hmm. is absolutely life-giving. It's mm-hmm. the best gift you can give yourself. Right. Right. Yeah. And, you know, we get caught up in, let's see, let me get my visual aid here. We get caught up in right? But, you know, and, and yes, we have to have money to survive, um, you know, but if we do the other things right, the money comes, um, right. you know, and, and, and I think that's been one of the issues of, is we do get caught up in that hamster wheel of got to make more money, got to make more money, got to make more money, men or women, um, you know, and, 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 and I think men, are caught up in that more so for a variety of reasons. You know, they're the providers, all of those various things. I mean, it's just culturally it's expected, you know, some things like that. And, but women realize, okay, you know, it's exactly what you said. If we help more then it will help me. And therefore, um, you know, and, and so that's where, you know, that, that really comes in to have that strong group of, of people who support you. Yes. You know, and agreed. And I will say leadership communities Mm -hmm. may not be for every executive. I feel Mm -hmm. like in order to benefit from your creating your own Mm -hmm. power tribe, you have to have a couple of characteristics that I think are endemic to the Mm -hmm. highest performing leaders Mm -hmm. that I know. And one is commitment to improvement. You know, Mm -hmm. those that believe that because they hold the title CEO Mm -hmm. or they're part of the Mm C-suite, that that's really the end of their learning journey, that Mm -hmm. (laughs) that they know Mm -hmm. everything they need. I knew it all. I'm the boss. Right. Mm -hmm. That's probably not someone who's going to benefit much from a power tribe. Right. Mm -hmm. Members who value continuous learning, Mm -hmm. who believe that every CEO must invest Mm -hmm. in their ongoing professional development. Mm -hmm. Right. They make Mm -hmm. excellent members Mm -hmm. in leadership organizations. And I would say the second criteria that's really necessary for leaders to be successful in creating their own power mm-hmm. tribe is being willing to make a time commitment. Mm-hmm. Now, listen, right. we all have class business participation. Lives. Yes, <laughs> class participation. Listen, we all have busy lives. Mm-hmm. You know, most of the members of Leadership Global, they run philanthropies, mm-hmm. they run nonprofits, they mm-hmm. run multinational mm-hmm. businesses, they're raising families, mm-hmm. they're married, they have kids, mm-hmm. they're involved in their community mm-hmm. and their mm-hmm. church, they're incredibly busy. Right. But consistent participation is often Mm -hmm. an important ingredient in bonding Mm -hmm. your peer group and Mm -hmm. building the trust required Mm -hmm. to discuss really intimate Mm -hmm. key issues. Mm -hmm. And so all C-suite executives are Mm -hmm. busy. Let's just be clear about that. There's just none of us that. And it doesn't matter if you're working out of your spare bedroom or, you know, the the 20 story building. But if you're going to participate in your Mm -hmm. power tribe, if you're Mm -hmm. going to join a leadership organization, you've got to view participation Mm -hmm. as a priority, just do. Mm -hmm. And then the third thing that I would say is important is be Mm self-aware. In addition to improved organizational performance, you know, successful members of power tribes Mm -hmm. are always aiming to increase their level of satisfaction Mm -hmm. and performance in their own work, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. as well as that of their employees, Mm -hmm. their customers, their Mm -hmm. investors. So they are always seeking out 
how are other people doing this better mm-hmm. for my customers, for my right. investors, mm-hmm. for my employees? Mm-hmm. What can I learn from them? Mm-hmm. What do I know about my own strengths and weaknesses that I need to find others that can supplement mm-hmm. and teach and coach mm-hmm. and advise me so that I am not just focused on my own satisfaction mm-hmm. and performance, but that of the people that I lead mm-hmm. and the people right. that are counting on me. Mm-hmm. And last, I think in order to be a successful member of a power tribe, you have to have a sense of humility. Mm-hmm. I can tell you, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. the people that are a part of Leadership Global are hands down more successful than I will ever be, right? Mm-hmm. And they are often much more intuitive, much more gifted, much mm-hmm. more talented. And I celebrate that. Mm-hmm. I right. actually love mm-hmm. the fact mm-hmm. that I am surrounded by women who are greater than mm-hmm. I am. Mm-hmm. And I think in because order- it brings you up. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. And I think in order to be a successful member of a power tribe, mm-hmm. you've got to demonstrate a willingness to share in mm-hmm. their personal triumphs, mm-hmm. share right. in their professional, mm-hmm. um, you know, celebrations mm-hmm. and achievements and accomplishments. And I believe that hard-won experience, both good and bad, mm-hmm. is what provides sort of a depth and meaning right. for leaders of substance. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. being there when other people are achieving, even if you're going through a little bit of a drought, mm-hmm. I think is so important. Mm-hmm. You have to be humble. You have to celebrate others. And you have to uh, be able to be open to learning. Mm-hmm. Right, right. And open to learning is exactly what I was thinking about. And that's one of the, the big differences between, you know, this is purely anecdotal again, um, between men and women, you know, women for the most part are fine with saying, I need help. I don't know everything, you know, all of those various things. And men think that it's going to show that they're weak, that they shouldn't be the leader. Um, now, you know, that said, I have to watch myself because it's like, well, I don't know. It's not that I, I'm, you know, gonna, you know, I don't want to ask for help. It's, well, I know the only way to do it. You know, or the best way to do it. And so when I have to to stop and tell myself, okay, somebody's going to do it differently, doesn't mean it's wrong, but it might even be better than the way I was going to do it. And, you know, and and so that's where that really comes in is to, to learn that and to go, oh, holy schmoly. You know, I'd never even thought of doing it that way. And this is fantastic. Yeah, that's lovely. And I think that that's so important to to have that kind of, as you said, humility Mm -hmm. around um, being able to learn from others, being able to be impacted by others, Mm -hmm. being able to be influenced by Mm -hmm. others. And if you think you're the kind of leader that would benefit from joining you know, a dynamic leadership organization mm-hmm. because you're open to learning. Mm-hmm. Right. I can tell you, much mm-hmm. like what we talked about at the beginning of the hour, mm-hmm. there's never been a better time to invest mm-hmm. in your success. Right. Mm-hmm. Virtual networking mm-hmm. allows for a much more customized mm-hmm. approach right. to relationship building because, as you said, it has flexible scheduling, mm-hmm. the ability to access mm-hmm. recorded learning. The affordability factor, which Mm -hmm. you touched on, Mm -hmm. virtual networking can not only expand your leadership, but can also enhance your influence Mm -hmm. globally. You're Mm -hmm. not restricted to Mm -hmm. whatever small city Mm -hmm. or big town Mm -hmm. that you're a part of. Uh, You know, you have the ability to connect with women Mm -hmm. all over the world and to Mm -hmm. get the most out of relationships that may be uh, with women that otherwise you would have never had the opportunity to come into right. contact with. Right. Yeah. And I'm, I'm a believer that, you know, yes, the pandemic was tragic. You know, we, we mourn for those who lost their lives, who, you know, have, have health issues that are ongoing, certainly for the people who lost their businesses, but there have been so many good things that came out of it. Um, you know, you're part of C-suite network as, as am I, and the fact that, you know, they couldn't have in-person events. I mean, they pivoted and started immediately having so many fabulous online programs with speakers that I never could have heard anywhere else, um, you know, because I probably wasn't going to go to a conference where they was, where they, where they was the speaker, where they were the speaker, um, you know, and, and, and even just meeting people like that. And, and so, you know, and, and same thing with Leadership Global, you know, it's pulling together the resources that we wouldn't have had access to 14 months ago. 
And, you know, and, 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 and the cool thing is that's going to continue. Um, you know, I do see us going back to in-person and, and things like that, but I think people have so much loved being able to participate remotely. As you said, people record things, you know, all of these various things. We're just as happy to sit here. And as I keep joking, never have to put shoes on. Yeah, that's right. And many of these online networking opportunities are strategically scheduled outside of normal Mm -hmm. business hours. Mm -hmm. So if you can't make the live event, Mm -hmm. register anyway, because most times the host will get get access to the recording Mm -hmm. if you register. That's Mm -hmm. right. And I will tell you that um, these online platforms Mm -hmm. offer you a cost-effective strategy to network without the expense of travel, get access to phenomenal Mm -hmm. thought Mm -hmm. leaders all around the Mm -hmm. world. And at Leadership Global, we Mm -hmm. have two huge learning events Mm -hmm. every single week. Right. And you can pick and Mm -hmm. choose what's Mm -hmm. going to be most critical for your Mm -hmm. own personal advancement. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, you're not obligated to do anything Mm -hmm. that doesn't serve you. Mm -hmm. And so in my mind, you know, you have the opportunity to choose from a wide array of programming to understand what's most important to you, what's going to impact right. your mm-hmm. definition of success mm-hmm. most. Right. And you also, along the way, get to interact with women that, you know, probably should be in your power mm-hmm. tribe, Right. you know, right. and we know. Because you were at combined- least interested in, this, in something similar. So that's a good starting point. A great starting mm-hmm. point. You're right. And by combining research on the characteristics of an effective Mm -hmm. network, we know about the gender differences Mm -hmm. in networking Mm -hmm. and how our social networks affect our Mm well-being. Many experts suggest that there are actually very specific types of people that everyone should have in their network. So if you're part of a leadership organization, Mm -hmm. being able to uniquely look for these kinds Mm -hmm. of people to surround yourself with Mm -hmm. are just really um, important. Mm -hmm. And, And that's you know, those are people that you can pull into your power tribe, like the coast driver. Mm-hmm. That's someone who's working to achieve something mm-hmm. very similar to you. Mm-hmm. And this person can be a professional or a personal connection. Mm-hmm. And perhaps you and the coast driver are both seeking promotions within mm-hmm. an organization, right? Mm-hmm. That coast driver is somebody who can relate to your mm-hmm. goal Mm-hmm. and share that goal right. with you and can be there mm-hmm. for you for support and mm-hmm. encouragement as you both travel mm-hmm. towards that goal. Right. Or maybe a super connector. I've mm-hmm. been told that I am a bit of a super connector. Oh, yes, you are. You, you are. <laughs> and so are you, Deb. And I will tell you, a super connector is someone who knows everyone and everyone knows them. And they can introduce you to the right mm-hmm. people, the mm-hmm. people that can impact mm-hmm. your definition of success. Mm-hmm. And I will tell you, I know some remarkable super connectors and they are crucial for your future success. Right. This mm-hmm. is a person who connects you with people mm-hmm. and influential groups mm-hmm. that you may not typically have access right. to, but oh, yeah. they are mm-hmm. able to expand the, mm-hmm. the connectivity really mm-hmm. and the dynamism of your mm-hmm. network. Right. Super connectors you know, they enjoy connecting people mm-hmm. in their network. Right. Oh yeah. So and, and they're not getting anything out of it aside from hoping that it worked out. Totally. Mm-hmm. And you do that. Um, I know that that mm-hmm. is my uh, biggest role at Leadership Global. Mm-hmm. And it's also the one that brings me the most joy mm-hmm. is to see women connect mm-hmm. and do remarkable things right. together. In fact, yesterday I received an email from two members of Leadership Global mm-hmm who have begun working together in partnership Mm -hmm. on a project. Mm -hmm. And they both contacted me separately, ironically, Mm -hmm. and said, I want to personally thank you for introducing Mm -hmm. me to X person because they have been Mm -hmm. transformative Mm -hmm. to my success. Mm -hmm. Now think about that. They Mm -hmm. both independently Mm -hmm. sent me a note Mm -hmm. saying the other person was Mm -hmm. absolutely instrumental in helping me Mm -hmm. achieve what I'm trying Mm -hmm. to do. These are two women mm-hmm. that were brought together for uh, support of each other mm-hmm. and they found mutual benefit right. mm-hmm. in that. Mm-hmm. And it was, it's beautiful. And those are the kinds of ecosystems that you want to be a mm-hmm. part of as a right. leader. Right. Well, you know, great example. You introduced me to two wonderful, you've introduced me to lots of people, but you introduced me to two wonderful women who are now part of my service LinkedIn for C-suite, um, you know, and, and it's just going to be fabulous having them together. And, and, you know, so, and, and that, that maybe is the other thing with women is we're like, Hey, you know, do you know anybody? Can you help me? You know, can, can you introduce me? Because again, it's about making those connections 
but it is, you know, it's, it's about, you know, as you mentioned, you get out of it, what you put into it. So if somebody does an introduction, then you need to connect with them. Um, you know, and, and so for example, when, you know, you would, would do an email introduction, both of us, you know, that, that, you know, responded right away. And within days with all of them, we were on zoom chatting and, and getting to know each other. Um, you know, and, and so that was just fantastic. And, you know, when we're on, you know, all of these plethora of, of zoom conferences that we're doing, you know, it, it, it obviously rules are different for each one, but if they allow you to put your LinkedIn um, information in there or your email or, you know, however it is that you want to connect with somebody, be sure to do that and then save the chat. You know, so many people don't bother to do that. And then they're like, nobody connected with me. Well, I'm sorry, you you need to be proactive. Um, you know, send them the request to connect and say, oh my gosh, I was just a participant on the same conference that you were, you know, and, and would love to connect. And if they don't allow the chat feature, well, there is nothing that says that you can't still be looking at the names and be looking them up on LinkedIn um, and saying, you know, hey, you know, just saw that you were on the same conference that I'm on. I would love to connect with you. Um, so, you know, I tell people add one new LinkedIn connection a day and many people go, oh, really, folks? <laughs> and Debbie, you're making day such a good point because mm-hmm. you have to carve out regularly mm-hmm. scheduled time. Mm-hmm to review and grow your network. Mm-hmm. You just yeah. do. Mm-hmm. Ready-built leadership communities mm-hmm. like Leadership mm-hmm. Global makes it so easy to reach out. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. to ensure that you're optimizing yeah. your membership, mm-hmm. you should be sharing often. Mm-hmm. You should be a resource. You yeah. should be expanding your thought leadership mm-hmm. by sharing with mm-hmm. the community, be an active and daily right. participant. Mm-hmm. And I think by leveraging um, mm-hmm. touch points like you mm-hmm. talked about, you know, connecting with people mm-hmm. on meetings and connecting with people mm-hmm. in the network um, to not only maintain your current connections, but to grow your network mm-hmm. is an essential part of mm-hmm. building your power tribe. Mm-hmm. You have right. to carve out regularly mm-hmm. scheduled time mm-hmm. to both review mm-hmm. and grow your network. Mm-hmm. And right. I got to tell you, the other thing that I hear all the time and I see on Zoom constantly is people that have their video shut off. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Listen, we're right. all, we've all had mm-hmm. the, those. I want to sit there and eat my lunch and not have everybody see me eat my lunch. Right. <laughs> and there are times that, you know, we, you know, we've had just a really heck of a day mm-hmm. and we don't feel like being on camera mm-hmm. or we're eating mm-hmm. or we, you know, we don't have our hair done or makeup or whatever. But mm-hmm. I got to tell you, if you want to really build mm-hmm. a presence, if you want to raise your visibility, if you want to increase your mm-hmm. profile, then it's time to get comfortable being right. visible. Mm-hmm. Because networking involves being seen. Right. And so if you're ready to establish mm-hmm. your expertise and if you're ready to be known mm-hmm. as a thought leader, mm-hmm. then you've got to be comfortable being right. seen. And you mm-hmm. can use your leadership community to leverage your thought leadership. Mm-hmm. Um, but you have to be visible. You have mm-hmm. to share those career related right. articles. Mm-hmm. You have to post current information. You have to mm-hmm. provide resource-rich mm-hmm. content. You have to ask questions. Mm-hmm. You have to connect with people personally. Mm-hmm. You have to participate in chat mm-hmm. sessions, answer right. questions, mm-hmm. interact consistently in mm-hmm. these groups. Mm-hmm. And that showcases your expertise while connecting you with others. We right. have a, a part of Leadership Global called Ask the Expert. Mm-hmm. And it's where members get to ask really intimate, mm-hmm. powerful questions that mm-hmm. impact their business. Mm-hmm. And then other members respond. Mm -hmm. Other members provide thought leadership Mm -hmm. and they ask and answer Mm -hmm. those questions. And I got to tell you, if you own your own business and Mm -hmm. you show up and you participate Mm -hmm. in these groups, you're going to be branding yourself as Mm -hmm. a thought leader. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, and and of course, the cool thing about having these networks that are so, so wide, so, you know, different, different states, different countries even is, you know, you can ask the questions that you might not ask in your local community because your competitors might be there. Um, you know, people that you really don't want to know some of these things, but it's, it's okay for me to ask somebody who's five States away. You know, it's, it's, it, it's back to that safe thing. Um, you know, and, and so that's, that is where this kind of helps too, is just expanding your network just really allows us to expand who we can ask for help and, and who we can help. That's right. That is right. And I feel like having a, as we talked about, a Mm -hmm. wide network of contacts, but a really close inner Mm -hmm. circle Mm -hmm. of confidants 
is really what differentiates those mm-hmm. women that are able to accelerate their mm-hmm. success and really have, you know, a deeper sense of well-being, mm-hmm. a, a deeper sense of connection, right. of mm-hmm. belonging, and a, a wider array mm-hmm. of great input right. and advice and mentorship mm-hmm. than those that don't. Mm-hmm. And I have so often seen women that are incredibly steadfast, mm-hmm. very determined, incredibly dedicated to their to their jobs, and they never look up. Mm-hmm. They never right. look beyond the mm-hmm. four walls of their cubicle mm-hmm. or their office. Mm-hmm. They don't uh, coordinate or collaborate or communicate with mm-hmm. anyone outside of their company. Right. And so what that means is that they're really insulating mm-hmm. themselves. They're not reaching into mm-hmm. their industry. They're mm-hmm. not reaching into their community. They're right. not reaching into their region of the mm-hmm. world, or as you suggested, mm-hmm. across the entire world mm-hmm. to ensure that Hey, listen, if mm-hmm. something goes wrong with that company, their position, mm-hmm. there's a leverage buyout, there's a change of management, mm-hmm. all of a sudden their jobs at mm-hmm. risk, they don't have a network sort right. of built in yeah. to help them. They've only, it, they've only networked with the people they work with who are going to be competing for those other jobs. That's right. That's absolutely mm-hmm. right. And I feel like oftentimes when women lose their position, mm-hmm. they all of a sudden say, oh my gosh, I should have. Mm-hmm oh my gosh, now I've got to reinvigorate mm-hmm. those contacts that I haven't spoken to in mm-hmm. 10 years, right. five mm-hmm. years, mm-hmm. and kind of fall on their good graces, mm-hmm. hoping mm-hmm. that they'll help me. Yeah. Well, how much easier would it be if you were nurturing mm-hmm. those relationships mm-hmm. and you were building those relationships, yep. and you were being a good steward of those mm-hmm. relationships over the mm-hmm. past five years, mm-hmm. and then something happens to your job mm-hmm. and you can simply call them up and right. say, the darndest thing mm-hmm. happened. Yeah. Won't believe it. Mm-hmm. So, how, you know, mm-hmm. how can you help me get through mm-hmm. this? Do you have any good ideas? Do you have mm-hmm. any good connections? Is there is there any advice you would mm-hmm. give me? Is there any opportunity that you mm-hmm. know of that would be a good fit for me? Mm-hmm. That's a much easier conversation. Right. right. You know, and, and let's be honest, the pandemic made this worse. Because we went from, you know, maybe not looking up, you know, only connecting with people we knew to now we're not even leaving our house, Um, you know, and and so we're not out there at all. We're not networking. We're not doing anything. Um, You know, in the last 14 months, I've had three in-person business meetings, and those have only been within the last two months, Um, you know, and and so, you know, and and those were, you know, just the one-on-one type of thing, not networking, just three in-person meetings. And so, you know, you in order to connect with you, it's got to be online, um, you know, and 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 I'm not really looking forward for you know a variety of reasons that we've we've talked about, but also health reasons. Um, you know, we have yeah. to be protective of our own health. That's so, right. you know, okay, it, I'm I don't have to wear my mask when I'm online. Um, you know, I don't have to say, Linda. Have you had your shots? That's um, right. right. Yeah, that's just one of the weirdest questions that has come out of all of this stuff. Um, but you know, and we can we can reach out to anybody and everybody anywhere around the world. And you know, people are like, well, if I quit, send them a request to connect on LinkedIn and they ignore me, so what? Um, you know, but I also tell them, did you give them a good enough reason to connect with you? Or did you just right. click that button? Um, you know, give them a reason to want to connect with you. Um, you know, now you also have to be realistic. I mean, you know, if I send something to, you know, say, um, Warren Buffett, he's probably not going to accept my request to connect. Um, yeah. but, you know, if I'm, if I'm more realistic and maybe if there's somebody in his organization that I want to connect with, you know, I go down a different level, I, but I, again, I give them a reason to want to connect, but you're still just kind of shooting flies with, with a shotgun at that point. Why not be part of organizations that already have people who want to connect? That's right. And I think that what's important here too, is being strategic about the people you connect mm-hmm. with within right. those organizations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, we talked about a couple of the kind of personality types that mm-hmm. I think everybody should have in their corner. Mm-hmm. But one of the ones that I think is so important, and I think of you, Deb, in this way, is that you are a re-energizer. And this I'm is energizer <laughs> that you can call when you need a boost of energy, when mm-hmm. you need a little inspiration. A re-energizer is a person that honestly should be on your speed dial. Mm-hmm. This is someone who you naturally want to call when you're mm-hmm. feeling down or you're challenged with something or you're at a crossroads because they lift you up instantly. 
This re-energizer mm-hmm. is somebody that I think we all need mm-hmm. on our speed dial. Especially and for me, now. that's you mm-hmm. um, well, for you. sure. Mm-hmm. And I would also say that we need a champion. Right. This is someone mm-hmm. that is really your cheerleader, mm-hmm. someone who believes in you. Mm-hmm. And we all need right. a champion mm-hmm. in our power tribe. This mm-hmm. is someone who is always cheering you on, mm-hmm. regularly mm-hmm. sings your praises or defends you mm-hmm. even when you're not in the room. Right. This is someone who mm-hmm. deeply believes in mm-hmm. you that you know you can count on. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have a champion in your mm-hmm. corner, or maybe recently you've gone mm-hmm. through, a, you know, sort of a reorganization mm-hmm. of the relationships in mm-hmm. your life, and mm-hmm. this is a missing seat. Mm-hmm. Well, this is someone that I think everyone needs, mm-hmm. especially women. We need right. cheerleaders. Mm-hmm. We need someone that believes mm-hmm. in us. Mm-hmm. And so finding those kinds of people very specifically mm-hmm. and very strategically, I mm-hmm. think is really important mm-hmm. as well as mentors and sponsors mm-hmm. and allies and those types of people right. that we've talked about a mm-hmm. lot. Right. And we should also want to be mentors. Um, you know, it's, it's funny. People are always like, ew, millennials. Ew. I'm sorry. The millennials that I deal with now, granted, I am for the most part networking with them, interviewing them for the podcast, things like that. So, you know, but I love them. Oh my gosh. You know, they're, they are going to solve the problems of the world. But yeah. I also tell people, you know, every time you go, remember you raised those kids, <laughs> you know, our generation raised them. So let's, let's stop making faces at them. Um, but, but, you know, they're, they're so eager for mentors and, you know, and, and people who can help them along. And, and let's be honest, women, we, we need to do that. I mean, you know, we have got to help younger women be successful because again, when they're successful, we're successful. That's right. And I also think that every woman deserves and needs an accountability partner. Mm -hmm. This is someone who holds you responsible and maybe someone Mm -hmm. who's willing to give you a little tough love at times. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I will tell you again, that research and science prove that having an accountability Mm -hmm. partner increases your likelihood Mm -hmm. of achieving those really tough, ambitious, Mm -hmm. maybe even audacious Mm -hmm. goals. An accountability partner is a partnership where you mutually Mm -hmm. agree to hold each other accountable Mm -hmm. and provide feedback on a regular basis Mm -hmm so that you both can hold your commitments. Mm-hmm. And there are some of those relationships that happen naturally in a workplace mm-hmm. where it's sort of a corporate-based mm-hmm. um, environment, but those relationships are not so mm-hmm. readily accessible if you're a solopreneur, you're a small business owner. And so creating those kinds of accountability partners outside of your organization, mm-hmm. especially if you're a CEO, is right. so important. Mm-hmm. And you know, that's another place where leadership organizations or your own power tribe Mm -hmm. can really come into play because it helps you have an accountability Mm -hmm. partner where otherwise as a Mm -hmm. CEO, as an owner of a small business, as the person who truly is fully accountable, Mm -hmm. you may not naturally have that kind of structure where that's Mm -hmm. accessible to you. Right. Well, and you know, it's, it, it's in many cases, not appropriate. Um, You know, if you're the, the CEO, you know, now granted, there's other, you know, probably other C-level people that you could be talking to, but there are some things that you shouldn't be sharing with them, um, you know, but you still need to talk to some, you know, and and so, you know, that's where it's it's great to have people outside the organization to be able to say, you know what, we've got this challenge, because a lot of times your challenge is with those C-level people, right? Um, you know, and, and so, you know, to be able to have the, you know, the people that are, you know, outside, you know, because not only are they outside, they're going to give you totally different points of view, but in many cases, they've also gone through it. I mean, you know, there are no new problems, you know, now, even the pandemic, I mean, you know, we had gone through things on a much smaller scale. I mean, you know, probably the closest would have been September 11th, you know, what we had to deal with then, but, you know, we, it, 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 there were, you know, many similarities with, okay, we can't do that now. We need to do this. How are we going to get from A to B? Um, you know, and, and when you talk to people who have done that, then that's, that's where it's going to help. You're right. And high-performing executives tend to value the perspectives mm-hmm. of other leaders, mm-hmm. as well as the wisdom that comes from right. practical experience mm-hmm. that are learned by others mm-hmm. in similar situations. Mm-hmm. So, most leaders don't have a safe environment mm-hmm. where they can share their concerns. Mm-hmm. C-suite executives often feel that any public show mm-hmm. of vulnerability or mm-hmm. uncertainty risks losing right. their confidence mm-hmm. or the respect of mm-hmm. their boards or mm-hmm. their employees or their customers, much like what you said. Mm-hmm. 
And so those who haven't walked in Mm -hmm. a Mm C-suite executive shoes Mm -hmm. often don't have the Mm -hmm. perspective to balance competing Mm -hmm. interests that C-suite executives often need to weigh, Mm -hmm. which can include, you know, employee interests, Mm -hmm. morale, Mm -hmm. investor demands, Mm -hmm. customer focus, Mm -hmm. and then the ever-present tension between growth and Mm -hmm. profitability. Right. So for these reasons, I think C-suite leaders often make the very best Mm -hmm. advisors to other Mm -hmm. C-suite executives. And by increasing the number of CEOs Mm -hmm. that find peer groups, Mm -hmm. that tends to be the best way to Mm -hmm. obtain objective, Mm -hmm. qualified advice Mm -hmm. and perspective and guidance. Right, right. You know, and nobody is an island. Um, You know, like we said, there's no problem that's unique. Um, you know, and, and all these various things. And sometimes you just need to be heard, even if they don't have a solution or an answer. I mean, you know, it's like you, say, you need that cheerleader, um, you know, or the person saying, you know what, you up <laughs> you know? and, and, you know, and you need to own that and you need to fix it. Um, you know, and, and so, you know, that's, and, and those of course are some of the absolute hardest conversations. So we don't want to have them, you know, I don't want to be told I screwed up because I know it. I mean, you know, I wouldn't be asking for help, <laughs> you know, right, but I, I right. don't want anybody else to be telling me that, but I might get so caught up in the, oh my gosh, I have screwed this up that that's, that's as far as I get, I just get paralyzed where somebody else is going to go. Okay. Yeah, you did. But here's what you need to do now, or you know, here are several things to consider, or whatever. Um, you know, and, and just kind of having those sounding boards is often critical. Yeah, I love that, Deb. That's so right. And I will tell you, solopreneurs do it all from creating the products right. to networking to mm-hmm. meeting clients. I mean, it's hard to imagine time for much else. Mm-hmm. But right. if you haven't dedicated time mm-hmm. to enhance your network, investing mm-hmm. in your own leadership mm-hmm. and your own success, then I feel mm-hmm. like you could fall short of your full potential right. over time, right. you know, and meeting other leaders who face similar challenges, who have succeeded in growing mm-hmm. and scaling mm-hmm. a prosperous business that can actually accelerate value mm-hmm. and time efficiency mm-hmm. for you right. and for your business. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. You know, and it's funny. I've talked about this a lot on the program where, you know, when we start a business, we think we have to do it all. You know, and and we, you know, we're not CPAs, we're not legal experts, we're not marketing experts. You know, we do what our little thing is, and so in order to be successful, we have to find that CPA. You know, that whatever it is that we need, and and the same goes with building that tribe of consultants. Um, you know, whether yeah. you know, some people call it an, an outside board, or you know, you know, like we we're saying, the power tribe, all of those things. You that's, you know, just because we started our own business doesn't mean that we have to go it alone. That's right. That's so well said, Deb. I completely agree. You know, and, and we're not taking anything from ourselves by saying that either. I think that's the other thing. You know, I've had people say, oh, my gosh, I don't want to admit that I can't do my own taxes. Really? Have you not seen the tax code? <laughs> you yeah, know? Right. And, you know, and, and the funny thing is, of course, we don't expect other people to do that. You know, I'm not going to try and do open heart surgery just by watching a YouTube video, um, you know, and, and, and I expect that they're going to have a team of people, you know, maybe it's, you know, you, you go, you go in to get your oil changed. Well, there's four people that are working on your car, um, you know, and, and so that's, you know, but, but here we are in our little silos thinking I'm a small business owner. I have to do it all by myself. Yeah. No, no, you know, you've and I would also say as yeah. a small business owner becomes a larger business mm-hmm. owner, you know, as the business grows and matures, the CEO has got to adapt right. and mm-hmm. change their mm-hmm. style, their right. role oh, in yeah. their area of mm-hmm. focus. They need objective advice mm-hmm. and guidance mm-hmm. to help them pivot right. their focus, mm-hmm. you know, to things that are mm-hmm. more closely aligned with mm-hmm. strategic planning, mm-hmm. um, you know, planning for a much longer time horizon, mm-hmm. issues with quality mm-hmm. and efficiency, mm-hmm. and also building a quality mm-hmm. team around them. So those kinds of issues then mm-hmm. come to the forefront mm-hmm. as a business grows and develops, mm-hmm. and that CEO has got to evolve mm-hmm. and change and adapt. Right. Mm-hmm. The best way to do that is with the advice and guidance of mm-hmm. people that have been there, right. people that have right. done that mm-hmm. and done it well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and maybe ones who have screwed up. 
I mean, you know, if we're not learning from our mistakes and our failures, then that's that's a big mistake also. Yes, agreed. Well, oh my gosh, we only have about four or five minutes left. This has been so much fun. See, and this is why I set a timer because I know that we could just keep going on this forever. Um, you know, and, and it is, it's it's such a wonderful conversation. It's really weird. I don't know what what has been in the, the moon and the stars, but I've had like five conversations just this week about leadership. Um, oh, wow. you know, and, and one of the things that we didn't even talk about was that, uh, uh, you know, for, uh, for someone to be a great leader, one of the best skills they have to have is empathy. And I happen to yes. think that women obviously have, you know, that's where we can excel um, is to, to really have empathy. So see, we just have to have you back on again so that we can continue this discussion. <laughs> I love that. But, you know, tell us a little bit more specifically about Leadership Global and how, if someone is interested, that they could get more information. Well, thank you for that, Deb. I would say that you did a beautiful job introducing leadership at the top of the hour. Not a lot I can add to that other than to say that this incredible global network of women have created a, a, a sort of a movement around mm-hmm. the world where women are supporting each other. They are uh, developing a confidential, mm-hmm. supportive, and, mm-hmm. and private community of other leaders that cheer them on, mm-hmm. that are committed to improvement, willing to make that time mm-hmm. commitment for each other. These are women who um, lift each other up, mm-hmm. encourage each other, and are absolutely dedicated mm-hmm. to personal and professional growth. Right. And as I've said, you know, I believe that no one grows as a leader without the support of others. And so finding a leadership community where you can meet other inspirational mm-hmm. leaders, create lifelong friendships, and be supported by people who are truly invested in your mm-hmm. success, it's probably the very best mm-hmm. gift you can give yourself. Right. Um, and so to advance your success, I believe it's absolutely imperative that we find a supportive, trusting mm-hmm. community mm-hmm. where you can receive the support from mm-hmm. highly influential mm-hmm. and connected business leaders right. that are helping you mm-hmm. develop the kind of strategies mm-hmm. to pursue your passions, mm-hmm. your purpose, and dramatically mm-hmm. increase your success. And I right. think that's what we have at Leadership mm-hmm. Global. Mm-hmm. If you're interested in learning more, you're welcome to get in touch with me. I'm Linda Fisk on LinkedIn. Um, and I tend to be really responsive on LinkedIn. I can't mm-hmm. say that's necessarily true with all the social media platforms that we're on. But on LinkedIn, mm-hmm. I do try to be as responsive as I possibly can. Perfect. I love it. You know, and I also want to say that you know we're talking about women who are business owners and, and leaders and, and you know, Maybe you're not in that position yet, but you want to be. Why not join an organization, whether it's it's Leadership Global or something else, that you know it's that can help you build that. Um, you know, we've we've seen so many women, especially this last year, who've undergone you know many changes in their their lives, especially in their professional lives, for a variety of reasons. And and but I think a lot of women are also going. I don't like the way it was. I want to do something different. So, you know, meet with people who, as we've said, have been there, have done that and can help you. I mean, even if it's just things of, you know, talking to you about, okay, you need to do a business license. You need to do this. You need all those practical things, but also, you know, the the sounding board and and so many other things. So, you know, it's, it's a great organization, whether you're just starting out or if you've got a very established business. Thank you. Thank you so much, Deb. I really appreciate that. And Great. thank you for having me on your podcast. Oh, it's this so much fun. It has been just amazing. And I have loved the Business Power Hour. So thank you so much. You know, I, I do have the coolest guests. I mean, it, it has been so much fun. I, I laugh that, you know, we're, we're about to hit 700 and there's maybe only been two that it was like, hmm. and, and I fully recognize it was my fault that, you know, I, that I just didn't click with somebody, um, you know, which, you know, you know, so for whatever reason, but, you know, I always tell my guests, we have to have you on again, which obviously means that, that I had a, a great time and it's not just saying it, um, you know, and, and so we do definitely have to, to talk again, but, you know, until then, you know, tell people again, how they find you and connect with you. Absolutely. It is Linda at leadhershipglobal.com or it is Linda Fisk on LinkedIn. So super easy. And of course, it would be my privilege and my honor to connect with anyone who's interested in learning more about Leadership Global because my 
mission in life. My entire purpose is to lift women up, connect them and accelerate their success. I love it. I love it. Well, do you have any final words of wisdom for everyone? Just, um, I will tell you, if you are not already an avid fan of Deb Freer and her <laughs> podcast, I would say download it now and make it part of your weekly routine because Deb is, um, you know, she is this kind of dynamic personality on and off the air. And she literally is a super connector. She knows everyone. And so the guests that she have on, I think, always provide a lot of information as well as entertainment. So definitely make this part of your weekly routine. Oh, well, smooches, smooches, smooches. <laughs> um, you know, and, and you know, it, it's, it, it really is so much fun because I get to meet so many cool people. But when I get to meet people and, and talk with them like you who are so inspirational, that's what is so fun about this. Um, because, you. you know, it really is, you know, it's, it is just an absolute delight to now be part of your sphere. Um, you know, and, and I encourage people to, you know, to check out the organization, you know, check out Leadership Global because, you know, I think it is, it's a great organization to, to, uh, to be involved with. Thank you. Thank you, Deb. Have right. a great afternoon. You too. And until next time, everyone have a great day. Tune in for our next program for even more trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. The Business Power Hour, hosted by Deb Creer, is proud to be part of the C-Suite Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.